Hello, fellow health and safety professionals. We are coming to you live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Fonz, Laverne and Shirley, and of course, beer. How could it get any better than that? This is Ted Speaks Live. Our podcast will focus on keeping people safe, families together, and growing your career in short eight to 10 minute weekly segments. Your host is Ted Carew, the positive safety coach. Ted has over 25 years of health and safety experience in both manufacturing and construction. He started his career in the field and worked his way up to safety director. Ted also coaches football and knows how important it is to communicate expectations and work together both at work and at play. With this as Ted's background, he is excited to share some of his experiences with you and to improve your career and your company. Mark Masters is a comedian based in Denver, Colorado. He does good, clean comedy and workshops for companies, corporate events, meetup group, or at comedy showcases. He is host of The Vale Comedy Show in Vale, Colorado. He also has a weekly online showcase called The Comedy Test Kitchen. He has comedy videos on YouTube at youtube.com slash markmasterscomedy. Mark has also published a book, Not Good Yet. Please welcome Mark Masters to our podcast. Welcome, Mark Masters, to our podcast. Thank you very much for being on here. Hi, guys. How are you? We are doing great. We're very excited to have a comedian on our show, which is something different for us. And I think that it's very important to have the humor within safety. And that's one of the reasons why uh, you're coming on. So we're very excited to hear everything that uh, we can talk about and and what you do for organizations with your comic and perhaps even uh, being able to schedule you for uh, their next event that they have. Welcome. That'd be terrific. Comedy enhances learning. There are scientific studies about this, that if you teach somebody something and you make them laugh at the same time, their retention improves. So yeah, I'd love to be involved in safety events like some of the other corporate events I do around humor. As you know, we bill ourselves as the positive safety coach. And within that, every show we have some jokes, right? And sometimes people laugh at me and they may not be the funniest in the world, but (laughs) they're enough to get somebody to be thinking more. And I think you're exactly right. When people are happy and they're kind of enjoying things, they're going to be more tuned to listening and being more attentive to what you're trying to sell them, really. Yeah, absolutely correct. You're right. Hey, routine is important in safety, as you know. It is important also in comedy. Why is that? Yeah. Well, perfect practice makes for perfect execution. This goes all the way back to Jerry Seinfeld in the 70s, who is a comedy hero of mine. He talked about not breaking the chain. So he would deliberately write every single day. He had a calendar where he would X off each day as he wrote. Those days grew into a longer and longer chain of consecutive days where he wrote. He would feel more pressure to make sure he wrote on the next day. And for me, it's similar. I try and write every single day. It's like exercising a muscle, writing jokes. So you want to go to the gym regularly. I want to write jokes regularly. So it gets easier and faster with each iteration. And in safety, which I'm not an expert on, but I imagine it's pretty similar. If you have routine and you follow the same steps all the time, you're going to be a lot safer and have less incidents. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly true. You know, in safety, we have to make sure that we're following policy and procedure. There's a reason for that. Sometimes you can get away with cutting the corners short, but ultimately something can happen then. So yeah, you're right. Routine is so important in the functionality of safety. Yeah, there's no cutting corners in comedy. Find that out pretty quickly when you're... (laughs) When you're in front of all those people, huh? 
the audience is a harsh mistress. You've got a spotlight on you literally. And you know, right away, within a fraction of a second, if what you just said was funny or not, based on the audience reaction. Oh, I bet. The bar is pretty high. And <laughs> working at it every day certainly helps. One thing I do, maybe your listeners would be interested, is I participate in something called Joke Prompt. It's a Twitter thing, I guess. I'm not a tech guru, but Neither are it we. puts out <laughs> a new word every single day at 8 in the morning Eastern. And comedians from around the world write jokes about that word. So it prompts people to write jokes. And I'm trying to do 200 days in a row on joke prompts. Oh, wow. You can check out my Twitter at TheMarkMasters. Yeah, that's very interesting. And I love the idea. I totally agree that comedy and making someone laugh, it can't be a bad thing. And especially when you put it into the world and the workplace, it does make people pay attention, tune in more. Mark, what kind of comedy do you do? Great question. I do clean comedy primarily. People always are curious because I don't swear on stage and a lot of comedians are dirtier than I am. They're always asking me if I ever swear. And I always tell them the same thing. Of course I do. Around small children. (laughs) They're very frustrating, which is not on stage. I tell clean, optimistic comedy. I do all kinds of stuff. They say that comedy is basically finding things that are funny to you and you make them funny to a wider audience. And that's kind of the art and magic of being a stand-up comedian, you have to go out and live life and just experience traffic jams and filling things and other hilarities that happen in everyday life. During the pandemic, it's been a little challenging to do that because everybody's got their own opinion on stuff. Me, I've lived like a hermit crab yeah. last, I don't know how long. It's, it's been all, coming up on a year now yeah. based on how bad my hair is. It's brutal. <laughs> so what I was doing during the pandemic was I was going around my kitchen I'm cooped up. So I just would open up a drawer and be like, oh, a garlic press. All right, I can write a minute of jokes about a garlic press, Instant Pot, Air Fryer. (laughs) So I went through my kitchen and every month on the Vale Comedy Show, which is a show I run monthly online right now, that V-A-I-L, com. I would do a new routine about some kitchen instrument. So (laughs) that was kind of fun and kept me going. Yeah, I was wondering how you came up with your material. So a lot of it is just through your experiences. And then you just shared that during quarantine, you kind of had to be a little more creative, huh? (laughs) Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, everybody's got the same issues with there's funny stuff about hand sanitizer. It it smells like tequila. Sometimes you get the real liquidy stuff that's like (laughs) super weird. Sometimes it's real jelly-like. Me, I'm a nail biter. So I was tipsy for the first three months of pandemic because I had alcohol on my fingernails and was just chewing my nails. And <laughs> my bad hair is another topic that I talk about because I'm not seen a barber. <laughs> there was pandemic specific, you know, mask stuff you can joke about. And there are even things that you don't want. For me, there are good things about the pandemic. Like I haven't shaken anybody's hand for almost a year, which is fantastic. I don't like handshakes at all. I think they're gross. And I don't want to sit down to a business lunch with somebody and wonder why was their hand wet right as I'm sitting down to eat. Now we'll have that new thought in our head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So hopefully, let's get on team anti-handshake once we're out of this pandemic. Maybe high fives are okay. I like the elbow bumps. They're fine. Let's keep them around. Elbow too, but then we could possibly hurt our elbows. So I'm I'm kind of not sure on that from the safety standpoint, Mark. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, sure. Got to be safe. What kind of uh, corporate gigs have you done? And what do you enjoy doing in the corporate world as far as uh, assisting organizations? Yeah, great question. 
sometimes companies, they don't always want to just hire a comedian to do a comedy show. Like I mentioned the Vale Comedy Show. I have one coming up a week from today from when we're recording in their comics. There's a guy who's got his own TV show on HBO Max. There's another guy who's been on Comedy Central, comedians who have been on Jimmy Fallon. So these are really terrific, outstanding, very funny, just hilarious people. But a lot of companies, they don't necessarily want to have their employees just laugh. You know, they want them to learn something. So I've developed a talk that's about health and laughter. And it also talks a little bit about business leadership and how humor can help in that area. And it's like 10 to 15 minutes and I do Q&A afterwards. People usually book me for 30 minutes and it's a lot of fun. I do communicate information so people learn something, but they're also going to laugh along the way, which I think is important. And that's been a real joy. I've done it with Rotary Clubs and Better Business Bureaus and meetup groups. And I'm doing one this week for some kind of online game playing singles club. So all kinds of (laughs) different groups uh, signing up for these corporate talks. Yeah, I love that idea. And I know when people talk about learning or training, we always say that everyone learns differently, right? Like some people like to be talked to, some people like the visual, some people learn better by doing. I think this is kind of a whole new twist to it to add humor in giving the message. I can really see that being a very important way to kind of do things and change it up a bit, but still get the point across and keep people's attention in the process. So if someone wanted to find out more about how you kind of do your thing at these corporate events, do you have a way for them to get a hold of you or find more information? Yeah, I love that question. If you go to my website, which is www.markmasters.co, CO like Colorado, I'm Colorado's clean comedian. It's M-A-R-K Masters. There's a contact form and it goes right to my phone. And I usually email back within like 10 minutes, almost always within a day. So just say, I heard about you on the safety podcast and I want more information about your corporate talks and I'll send out a one page PDF with a bunch of information and we can take it from there. Yeah, that's great. I think that's good for people to know. And relating the safety topic and comedy, hopefully we never need medicine when we're talking about being safe. But on that topic, do you think it's true that laughter is the best medicine for us? I really do. I believe it. And and there's been a lot of time reading science journals, which is an unusual thing for a comedian. Yeah. (laughs) Even veterinary science journals. (laughs) I've been studying up on dog laughter, which is an actual thing. If you book one of my talks, you can learn all about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the idea is 10,000 years old. In the good book, I can't quote the passage from memory, but a paraphrase is to laughter is the best medicine. And they've done actual scientific studies where you see people's white blood cell count increase, blood pressure goes down, stress hormones go down. This has all been studied for the last 40 or so years and documented by smart people at MIT, Harvard, Stanford. So it's well documented that it is true that laughter is, I don't know if it's the best medicine, but it is quality medicine. It does make improve your health. Yeah. That is so interesting. And I think we can all agree after a good belly laugh, no matter what the day has brought, we all feel a little bit better. Well, I also think when you talk about safety training, for an example, right, or orientation or something like that, people don't want to go in there a lot of times. They're like, oh, we got to be in there. But if you can give them a little laughter, now they're opening up and they're able to understand a lot better. They're going to comprehend what you're talking about because they're open now. And so I found laughter to be very important along with positivity. And Mark, I'm sure you kind of feel somewhat the same way. 
Yeah, absolutely, Ted. It's totally true. And that's kind of a, a subjective feeling. Objectively, they've done studies in college courses where they had students take two different classes. So different sets. They had a control group who took a regular lecture semester course, and they studied how they did on the exams. And they had another group where the lecturer introduced humor into the lectures. So they were laughing with jokes that were relevant to the material. And the students retained, they scored better on their exams. They did this across multiple different kinds of classes. And so the students always with laughter scored better on their exams and retained information longer. So it's absolutely true that humor can inspire better learning. It's fun. I love teaching people. It's been one of the great bright spots during the pandemic for me. A lot of people have Zoom fatigue Uh, in the construction world. I think if you just did one day on a construction site, your Zoom fatigue would probably go away for most people (laughs) sitting in a fancy desk chair. Yeah, very true. Another bright spot for me is to talk about how humor can be helpful to people. I've been doing these private comedy shows, these small private comedy shows for like, I did one this week for a group of friends and family in Minnesota. And I got two amazing comedians who have been on Comedy Central. One of them has a top five comedy album on iTunes right now. They live in LA, in New York City. One of them has been in an A-list movie. But their common thread between the two of them is they grew up in Minnesota. So I got them together with a group of friends and family and told the comedians ahead of time all about the group. So we were able to tell jokes about them, not making fun of them, but making light of things that are relevant to them. And it's just been hilarious and so fun. Over the holidays, you know, there were a lot of people who were feeling lonely and disconnected during the pandemic and and couldn't go see their family. But now they can see their family. Sure, it's on a screen, but at the same time, they're joining these TV famous comics. And it's been really fun. And just to hear their feedback after a show is really, it warms my heart. It makes me really happy. And when I don't want to write jokes, that's what powers me is remembering I got to sit down and write for an hour today because somebody's going to laugh and have a good time once this joke gets good in a few weeks. Yeah, that's a really neat idea. So is that something by, like you said, gathering other comedians and such and doing it virtually, that's something that obviously was an idea stemmed from the quarantine? Yeah, I think the idea has been around for a long time. But for me personally, it started late last year, late 2020. And if you go to my website and send me a note, it's kind of like in beta, I guess, is what they would say in software. So you have to reach out directly to me to find out about it. But it's been really cool. I curate the comedians and the content based on what you tell me about the audience. And then I incorporate the audience into the show. There's all kinds of multimedia, like pictures and movies. And then so I usually request pictures from whoever's organizing it of the people in the show. So they're actually in the show. They see themselves on screen. and It feels like your own NBC comedy show has been produced for you. And it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Like you said, a lot of people just have had only those virtual get-togethers and such. So whether it was just a family gathering or a birthday or to do something a little different for those who aren't able to get out and about, that's a, a really positive idea. So they could go to your website and reach out to you. Yes, absolutely. Send me a note at markmasters.co using the contact form. And Ted and Barb, I'll be in touch with you about setting one up for the podcast crew or the company or your friends and family. Perfect. Yeah, that would be great. We'd appreciate that. Hey, uh, Mark, the quarantine has obviously been going on for a while. So what have you been cooking or baking? Anything good during this special time, (laughs) quarantine time? (laughs) 
How did you guess? Yeah. Oh man, I got really obsessed like last April with pizza. I was making as close as I could to wood fired Florence style pizza, you know, from Italy, but I was making it at home with really high quality flour and good olive oil and very high temperature using pizza stones. And there was a lot of trial and error, a couple kitchen fires. <laughs> That's why you got fire departments, right? Well, yeah, you got to be safe. Know that in a grease fire, you don't throw water on it. <laughs> Correct. So that was a lot of fun. And then, of course, I have a sweet tooth, like a lot of people. So I made some banana bread, which on the surface sounds healthy. But if you load it up with like vanilla pudding powder or tons of sugar, you can definitely make it unhealthy, but <laughs> yes. still feel like you're eating bananas. So <laughs> there you go. For you. <laughs> well, way to go. Way to make something healthy, unhealthy. That can't just be done every day. <laughs> Mark, we want to thank you for being on the show. And now we have, as I like to say, me being the positive safety coach, a little of the joke time, being able to see if you can get our jokes. But you being the comedian, we decided to kind of flip it this time and see how Barbara and I can do on your comedian jokes. (laughs) Professional. Okay. I'm excited. This has been great, Barb and Ted. Thank you so much for having me on. I hope people reach out about, for your safety company, some kind of corporate talk or a comedy show. But I'm ready with the jokes. Here's the first one. Here we go. All right. Are you ready? We're ready. This is weird because normally we're asking these things, so. We're set. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You are in a box factory that catches on fire. What steps should you take? What steps should we take? Box fire. I'm so bad at jokes, actually. Run like crazy? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) All right. You're in a box factory that catches on fire. What steps should you take? Really big ones. Get out of there, man. (laughs) That's a good one. I like that. Cut to the chase. The bigger, the better, right? (laughs) Uh, That reminds me of that Seinfeld episode where George was, uh, when they started a fire and he got all the people out of the way and he was the first one downstairs. Yeah, shoving old women (laughs) and children out of the way. out of the way, making sure he got there. So, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Costanza. (laughs) All right, here's another one. This one's niche. This one's for a niche audience. Okay. What was the safety inspector's Favorite heavy metal band. Favorite oh. heavy metal band. I don't know if you guys are into heavy metal music. We can go back in the day. The crew? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good guess. I'll give you credit for effort. Are you ready for the answer? We're ready. All right. What was the safety inspector's favorite heavy metal band? Slipknot. Ah, Slipknot. Yes, I like that. Oh, I would have never gotten that. Well, that was really good, Mark. (laughs) We know why you're the professional now. Yes. (laughs) Be careful out there. That's a hot (laughs) joke for you grammar nerds. For anybody who doesn't know, Slipknot, K-N-O-T, is a a famous Iowa-based heavy metal band that sold like 30 million records. I'm not a heavy metal person. I had to Google that earlier today just in case you guys asked me about them. So. <laughs> Ted's nodding like he's heard of them before. I don't know the music, but I've heard the name before. Very good. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint on the last one. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. We need it, as you can probably tell. Okay. The hint is that this one is not safety related. Okay? Okay. It is cooking related, which we were recently talking about. <laughs> what is the difference between roast beef and pea soup? Roast beef and pea soup. What? One's a meat and one's a vegetable. <laughs> They're both food. I the difference. <laughs> okay, here we go. What is the difference between roast beef and pea soup? You can roast beef, but you can't pea soup. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For those people listening, 
These jokes are from the internet. I did not write them. <laughs> you have better material yeah. at home. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Mark listened to a couple of our episodes, so he kind of knew what... What types of jokes. <laughs> types of jokes. So we yeah. asked him to do those. It was but, fun. Yeah, that was. Hey, thanks a lot for your time today. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Mark. It was very entertaining. We appreciate it. And it was educational. Yeah, thank you, Ted. Thank you, Barb. I hope everybody out there laugh more today. Make it happen. You're listening to this. Just sit in your car and laugh on the drive home. Perfect. That's good for you. It'll make you healthier. And one last time, can you just tell everybody if they want to meet up with you, how they can do that? Yeah, sure. So I'm Mark Masters. I'm a comedian from Colorado. You can see me on Twitter, the Mark Masters, where I interact with Joke Prompt every single day. You can find me on the web, www.markmasters.co, like Colorado. There's a contact form there. Send me a cat picture. Send me a picture of your neighborhood. <laughs> I'll say hi back. I'd love to get a note from you. And then we can exchange some emails. And yeah, this has been so much fun. Thank you very much for having me. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you, Mark. And have a super safe day. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Ted Speaks Live with Ted Carew, the positive safety coach. We would love to hear from you. You can reach out through email at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com if you'd like to know more about our podcast or if you're interested in being a guest. Feel free to check us out at healthandsafetynow.com. Rate and review on your favorite podcast app. Join us next week for our next episode. Have a super safe week.